0: Well, hello, Miss Tiffany. How did I tell you? how are
1: you? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm good to see you. It's so good, good seeing to you see too, you Queen. I'm excited. Yes. Well, I am excited too, and I just want to say thank you for you know agreeing to sit here with me and just talk. It's so and I'm not It's an honor. Yeah, like you know, I don't think we do enough of this um, as women.
0: Right. No, that's real. To, to
1: share. Yeah. To help because when we share, we care. We help. Yeah. yeah you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so but we're gonna get started with how i know you okay so we actually we met at ishandra's running work. yeah mm-hmm. you're good 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 friend yes good friend of ours too. yes and um you were working out uh-huh or whatever and so after that you know how how, how did it happen after that after
0: so, that your husband and i doing what we do realizing the real estate yes yes kevin and i are definitely extroverts and we got to talking about credit repair working out all that kind of good stuff and then something that's even funny is um kevin invited walter to come to play his guys dominoes (laughs) and they hit it off and it was like god moments but there was really no connection that it was me and walter you and kev um and then after that whole domino night that's kind of when it blossomed yeah, there, and then the, Kevin invited you guys to come in and speak at an event. Yeah, and I did. off there you it go. It all just
1: happened so quick. it was God ordained.
0: It was God ordained. God ordained. And
1: so now here we are. Um, we're sitting out here in Fort Worth at your Starbucks. Yeah. So you may hear some noise, some cars, and all that kind of stuff, but we work it out. But so. It's January. Yes. It's a new year. Yes. New season, honey. We we know what 2020 brought brought to us in 2021 and 2022. And it's 2023. We're here. We have a new start. There's a new... Um, there's a chance to get it right yes. or to do something different, to yes. take a leap, to step out of the box. There's a time to change, yes. to actually, you know, go from something that you're not comfortable being uh-huh. to something you are comfortable being. Yes. Or just coming into yourself, yeah, your purpose. Yes, come on. Talk about purpose. You guys did, you and your husband, you did a... Um, Pursuit of Purpose? Yes, in Pursuit of Purpose in by Dr. Miles yes. Morales. And we joined you guys on one of the videos that you did. Yes. And it was so awesome, so Amen. awesome. Amen, And so the podcast or the series that I'm talking about more is about um, self-transformation because okay. I went through a self-transformation or um, what I like to call also a part, my self-project Okay. in 2015. And I have just been on this journey still and I'm still learning things about myself, still changing things about myself. And within that, I feel that you can find your purpose. Absolutely. And you may not even have may not have one purpose. There may be many purposes yes. that, you, that God places on your heart for you to pursue. So during this moment right now that yes. we're going to talk about is your purpose. Um, how did you do it what is your purpose and did you have to make any
0: type of transformations with yourself okay. that's a good question so the question is what is my purpose and did i have to make any type of transformations to get to here so that's kind of a loaded and double-ended question um which is yes to answer your question um kind of i look at what is my mission my mission in life is to be who god called me to be so that's going to come with multiple levels of purpose and execution so mission is what god has called us to be and that what i feel my mission is is to affirm people and to win souls to christ now there are multiple avenues and ways and things that fall into my mission so my mission is what i'm called but my purpose is how i'm going to complete that mission now,
1: so you just said two things you said mission and you said purpose uh-huh
0: what are the differences Mission is what is needing to be accomplished. That's the overall result or the overall goal. Purpose is gonna be the day-to-day execution. Okay, okay. So you can't go and operate physically if you don't know what your end result is gonna be, right? So that's like with us loving our hair. So Mm -hmm. our mission is to have clean coils, beautiful, but our purpose is gonna be the washing, the two stranding, the sewing, whatever is gonna go into it. So the mission is the end result, And the purpose is going to be the execution of how to get that Mm. mission accomplished. So that's why you just put two and two together. And that's how with that mission, it can continue to grow over years. Because what your mission is at 21 is not going to be the same thing at 41. So again, ask yourself, what is your overall mission? If you're watching this podcast and you're like, okay, what am I to get from this podcast? I need to know as a woman, as a man, as a young entrepreneur, as a parent, What is my ultimate goal or mission? Once I know that, now I can go and put in proper steps of what my day-to-day purpose is going to be. And there's going to be spiritual. There's going to be natural. There's going to be financial. There's going to be family. You got to figure out what avenue of your purpose that you're operating in to know what the overall goal and mission is and what your day-to-day executions are going to be. And I hear you saying you need clarity. Period. Yes, so absolutely. If you don't
1: have clarity about your mission or your purpose, even about why you want to change something yes. about yourself, yes, then you're going to stay stuck. Yes, on that, you know, will. Yes, um, and you're not going to go anywhere. So you and I think that's that was a big problem for me. Okay, is not having clear, you not know, not having clarity about where I wanted to go. That's a lot of people, and it kept me stuck so long in that one spot. And I just got frustrated. I, uh, that's, I mean, a me, that's what That's my So, you know, I got stuck and, and I, I, I got frustrated. So I started doing the research. Okay. And a lot of times we don't do the research. Mm. A lot of times we think that we need a coach, which is, there's no problem, right? Because one day I think I want to be a, um, a coach, a life coach. Okay. But we don't need that. What we need to do is just really get clear about what it is that we want to accomplish in our lives and make the transformation.
0: And that's where it even says, write the vision and make Make it plain. plain. Because without a vision, you're gonna be, there's a difference in being productive and being busy. Mm -hmm. A lot of times busy seems like productivity, but it's not. You're just doing a whole bunch of repetition, a whole bunch of action, a whole bunch of physical things, but nothing is being accomplished. So once we write out the vision, so we have the vision of, I am wanting to grow my podcast. You have a podcast here, you're wanting to grow it. There's gonna have to be day-to-day things that have to go into play. You have to write out the vision, the timing, the, the, um, the topics, the guest, the flow, where is it gonna be distributed? So you have to write out the vision so that you can operate in your purpose because if, without writing out that vision, like you said, you're gonna be in a hamster wheel or you write if you don't write the vision, you're gonna have no purpose or no plan. Okay. So I want to
1: ask you because I know I mentioned in 2015 I went through a change and that change was forced upon me. Okay. So with you evolving uh-huh. and becoming the woman that you are today, were there changes um, provoked upon you, or, or did you willingly really make those changes? Because I, I feel like people. Um, they know they need to change, and when you know you need to change, there there are things that's happening in your life: frustration, um, anger, or whatever the situation may be. Yeah. There are things that are giving you signs that you need to change, but we we don't do it willingly. Yeah, we wait until something happens.
0: So I have a couple scenarios to okay, answer that question. Us- First and foremost, and a lot of people can uh, relate to this, is going to be career so long quick story i started a position in 2000 my freshman year in college at a chemical company loved it um but i was also an entrepreneur that came about in 2000 and i think 2005 something like that well um as life began to life i was married at that time i had been married for about six years i got well no probably about three years i got married in 2004 my first time life was starting to happen But I ended up losing my job in 2011 and it was a part it was most one of the most devastating times in my life, but it propelled me to my purpose to being a full time entrepreneur to doing what I need to do in my ministry call and in my monetary call to how I'm going to provide for my family and be a contributor. But I lost that job. And I remember crying and but God even telling me before it happened that the change was coming, but I wasn't ready. So there you go. So I had to be pushed out of that corporate job to find myself now. Actually this year will be 10 years, 2023. I lost my job in 2013. 2023 will be 10 years since I have been a full-time entrepreneur and it has propelled me to my purpose. So to answer your question, no, I did not willingly go. I had to be pushed.
1: You had to be pushed. Wow. So so you were willing, you wasn't willing, nope. you were pushed. So
0: how did that feel? It was scary. Uh-huh. One of the benefits of social media um, memories. I remember I posted the day I was driving, my job was in Arlington off of Division Street. And I remember driving down that street, scared to death. Cause I had been at that job 13 years. Mm-hmm. I had been there 19 and that day I was 32 years old. Mm-hmm. I had never worked anywhere else corporate wise. I was scared to death. But the Holy Spirit told me, if you trust me and let and, and lean not to your own understanding, I will direct your path. And when I tell y'all, that was the scariest but the most rewarding day of my life. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel good. Oh, no. But
1: you can sit here today and say it was worth it. It was necessary. Absolutely. But do you agree
0: or disagree that
1: we should really make the
0: change or wait until the change happens oh no now being 41 years old with maturity and learning discernment and hearing from the holy spirit oh yes i am willingly to let go of certain friendships relationships business endeavors career paths lord i will willingly let it go because i've now learned to have discernment and to know when a season is over do not stay in something out of familiarity comfortability or whatever when it's time to go it's time to go so yes there are many things in my life in this season of my life that i am willing to let go so that i can move forward so you mentioned
1: about um letting go of relationships yes and stuff like that so i i did a post and i was talking about um when you there are people um if i can remember there are people who are who who want to see you fail.
0: oh yes right uh-huh.
1: they don't have your best interest right and so they will keep you around if you don't know who you are absolutely If you don't know thyself if right you don't value yourself if you don't know your work there will be people that will keep you around because they know that they could um you know cross the boundaries with you uh-huh. um, relationships that that you said that does not serve you any purpose right
0: um have you had to cut off relationships i know i did Absolutely. I've had to in multiple ways. I had a very unfortunate situation happen in 2011. It had to be completely severed. And it was tumultuous. It was life changing. It was hurtful, but it was necessary. Then I've also had in the more recent years, not net relationships that I necessarily cut off, but I had to reconstruct. Mm-hmm. I had to set up different boundaries. I had to know my place and how I allowed these people to move in my life. Mm-hmm. So not that I needed to cut them off, but I had to put them in the proper avenue or lane so that they can be most effective in my life. I could be most effective in their life and there can be less catastrophe because lack of wisdom having it. And it's called relational intelligence. That's also another book that we've done is realizing in that season, they were for this purpose, mm-hmm. but it went out of purpose. So now I had to redirect and all that had to be led by the Holy Spirit. Do we always get it right? No, no. So, talking about
1: transitioning, um, I know for me, I have been married for 20, going up it'll be 23 years this year.
0: Oh, yeah, that's best a blessing. Life. Yes.
1: I, I love my husband. We're best friends. I love it. Um, but for a long time, you know, my identity was wrapped up in him. Okay. Um. And I didn't know who I was. I was unsure about yes. me, about who is Tanya or Latania, right? my birth name. I was unsure for years. And that's when in 2015, when I was, you know, forced to make some changes is when I began the journey of finding out who I was. So I love it. You as a woman, are you able to identify who you are? You know, with there are times in your life where you were unsure? Because we think that we have to know, you know, to the t- who we are, Right. But sometimes we change. Sometimes that change. part. You know, so, but now at this time, do you know who you are?
0: 110%, but before I say, yes, I know who I am, let's figure out how I got to know who I am. Yes. And that was with loss, lack, mm. hurt, mm uh deception divorce all of that had to come yes. about to make me realize yes. who i was so don't let me sit here and say oh yes i'm this woman of god that knows my purpose and mm. know this baby the things that had to transpire and that are still transpiring to this day for me to know it cost me something yes. so that's one thing we got to realize with every result it's going to cost you to get to know that so how i learned my first marriage i was with for 14 years I was young, my whole identity was wrapped up in my marriage, the way I grocery shopped, but let's even pause there. I'm a woman that was never able to have children. So I was born with a unique condition called vaginal agenesis, where I was born without a uterus. I am one in every seven million women with this condition. So as you can imagine, that's a portion of me that made me, when I found that out at 19 years old and I got married at 22 years old, As you can imagine i did not know who i truly was because even when i read in the bible when it tells us that we're supposed to multiply and replenish the earth but i have this doctor telling me this i know the way that god made me i'm not able to birth children who am i so that was a part of that hurt that pain that identity searching i had to go through was not being able to bear children oh but did it prepare me for other things in the future it did so that was one segment is not being able to bear children and then and then after figuring out that i was not able to have children um leading into uh later on down the years financial trying to figure out my career path my marriage and then infidelity that occurred and there was some infidelity with a close person so now i'm like am i good enough is my body good enough is what god created good enough so all of that identity was happening in my 30s as i'm supposed to be this strong confident woman everything that i knew was being torn down was breaking me down oh but that's when god was like baby girl come and lay at my feet i mean lay at my feet and i will show you who you are who and i will open the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings and show you who i've created you to be so i had to go through that pain and that struggle and that lack and that loss to learn who god has called me to be and it's still happening to this day Because in my marriage now, I'm remarried Praise the Lord, love me some Walter Freeman all right, all right. Since 7-7-17 I do have more identity In who I am But with that identity and knowing who I am There had to be some re um, Some buffing Of who I had become as that single woman Now that I'm remarried So that's a whole nother topic of knowing who I am And trying to incorporate who I am Now into a marriage mm. You just like
1: gave a whole um a book Mm -hmm. a chapter from a book. So just like you, um, not quite, but I struggled with having kids. Okay. I um my husband and I we tried and we just could not get pregnant on our own, so I had we did in vitro fertilization. Okay. And that's how I was um able to have kids. And you're right, in that moment when I found out that I wasn't able to have kids on my own and the struggle that it took us to even get pregnant through the IVF, yes. I didn't. I, I was confused. Mm. You know, I I didn't know who I was, and I felt less than a woman. Yep. I felt like if I couldn't give my husband kids, that he would leave me. Um, I just. I had an identity crisis. Yes. That was one of the moments that I had an identity crisis yeah. in my life. Is because I didn't think that I can have kids. We did finally have kids. We have three actually. But you know that was just a really hard moment for me so for you now that you mentioned that how are you with that now did that help shape who you are today
0: segue right into it's a part of my purpose so a part of my purpose is uh one of my overall missions that i know that god has on my life is to bring families together whether that is through fitness with women and encouraging them in their marriage of loving themselves and I have a gift of affirmation and loving on women and people while they're working out. Um, I love bringing, I have an event called Friendsmas that I've been doing now for 14 years. That was, and it's so huge. Like a lot of people is there. Their house is beautiful. Home is beautiful. Thank you.
1: You really brought a lot of people
0: together. But that, that comes from that lack of not being able to have children. So when I originally found that out, God said there are children that will never get to experience certain situations and atmospheres and I want you to pour into them. So of course the children, the event has evolved and changed over the years from marriage and related and on spring break. I bring probably 14 to 20 kids together at my house. We read the Bible, we study, we do events, we do all kinds of things. And again, that is a part of my life purpose. My overall mission is to inf- affirm and build children, to live a life with Christ. But it came from my lack of not being able to have kids. Wow. So with that being said, and I want to say
1: thank you so much for sharing that. Um, because some people hold on to stuff like that. They right. don't share. And I believe that when God take us through some things, that he doesn't take us through those things just for us. Right. But it's to help someone else out. and so can you talk
0: about how important um, maybe sharing your story is it's it's life-changing because I know I've shared my story and people have come back to me who were thinking about contemplating suicide who were on the verge of divorce who were on the verge of very negative things but by hearing my story and realizing yes I wasn't able to have children yes um, I went through a divorce yes I lost my job but to see me in this life now, like God will see you through. So sharing your story, your story, there is somebody else. Is life will be changed because of your vulnerability and your transparency? So it's important. No fact is too, no truth is too saturated that it can't be shared. There is freedom in your truth as well. So whether you've messed up, whether you've made decisions with parenting in your marriage, your marriage that is not uh, too good or things like that there's still purpose behind it but share it because your story will give god's name the glory Mm -hmm. so i agree
1: with everything you just said um and this is a way this is why part of the reason part of the reason why i'm doing the podcast is because i love stories Right. right um you know good ones sad ones or whatever i love stories and i love even sharing my story um but so growing up um, I come from the Florida Projects, New Orleans. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. I have no shame in it. It has shaped me to be who I am today. But my dad, um, though he was in my life, so we're gonna start wrapping it up. But um, you know, when I mentioned about um, uh, being uh, treating my husband out of trauma, like uh-huh. the things that I did for him, um, I did those things because. Of what i lacked growing up or right. because of what i saw or you know what i saw my grandmother do with my grandfather who who really didn't deserve to get the treatment <laughs> that he got that I, part um i took that into my marriage and i and, and i i did that thinking that that is what my husband was gonna want right you know that's he, that's what he wants that's the wife that i'm gonna be yeah that you know that became my identity to make sure that he was okay yeah with, you know not me but him yeah you know Um, So that was, that has taught me a lot about who I am today.
0: And and that, that is, that holds true. I'm sure with other people watching this, that we try, we try to become something that is not naturally us. One thing my husband says to me now to this day, do it because you want to, because it's coming from your heart, because if he doesn't respond or that friend or that parent or that child doesn't respond in that manner you're going to show it in your how you feel so but if it's from your heart it doesn't matter if they don't ever say thank you if it's not reciprocated so you know those sayings that's going on I'm gonna do unto you as you do unto me no that is not who God called us to be God called us to be the friend that we want you want a friend you be a friend and period and leave it at that everything's not going to be reciprocal because now I may not be able to give back to you in the way that you give to me But that doesn't mean that you stop being who you genuinely are Mm -hmm. to me because I'm unable to fulfill that need. If everybody is 100% themselves to whoever they're supposed to be, the world would be a better place. But we start comparing. We say, well, my husband didn't do this at home, so I'm not going to do this. My wife didn't do this, so I'm not going to do this. My friend didn't do this, so I'm not going to do it. And that is why we are in the place that we are. And it's not evolving and we're stuck and just going in circles because it's too much. What you do to me, I'm gonna reciprocate that, and that's not how life is supposed to be.
1: And I think the words for that is expectations.
0: Period. Which is not bad.
1: Nope. Right. But if if I'm expect if I'm doing something and expecting my husband to give me that same thing in return and right. he doesn't, um, then I'm mad. Mm-hmm. so that and that's what I did a lot for me in my in, in my marriage with my husband. I expected him to do for me what I did for him and that was just wrong yeah and I had to apologize a lot of us to do, do that though for that you know and and since I've taken you know that whole big old expectation of him off of him yep I've been better
0: yep that like, I've been you better. relieved yourself I of that pressure
1: myself of that pressure yep you know, because he wasn't asking for the things that I was just doing. I yep. was just doing it because I thought that that's what I had to do. Right. Um, he didn't ask for those things. They're better. He's better. Yep. I'm not mad or frustrated at him. Yep. He's not mad or frustrated at me. You know, so, but I think that as women, and maybe, I don't know if this is all women or if it's just black women, but I think because we are considered or looked at to be so strong uh-huh. so We got to be strong. This, we got to be strong. Right. That. We got to take care of this. We got to
0: take care of that. And I think that's when we lose our identity and right. we don't know who we are. And I, to be honest, just interacting with a plethora of ethnicities, that's just women, period. That's women that's, period. Especially the day age that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know that because... We're taking the kids to sports, we're working, we're entrepreneurs, we're the creatives in the home. We're supposed to go to therapy, we're supposed to go to counseling, we're supposed to be um, sexual for our husbands. So that's all the way across the board. But the key is sometimes we put unnecessary expectations on ourselves too. On ourselves. By looking at, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do, this is what I'm supposed to say, this is how I'm supposed to carry myself. And God did not create us that when God created us and formed us. We're supposed to go according to how he created us and not these man-made expectations that we put on yeah, ourselves. Yeah. So, um, two more questions. Okay. Um, one is,
1: I know a lot of women that that you know they're lost and they don't know who, they don't know themselves or not even close to knowing themselves. And I'm still on that journey
0: with me learning, too, child. You know? every, oh, day. I am. every day, every day, every um, day. Sometimes I I change. Yeah, and you know? um, change is okay. Spouses, let your spouse change. Yes, yes. Let them change. Yes. And I know a lot has to do with friends too, um, not just spouses, friendships. Friends too. Children. Yes. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody.
1: Um, I know a lot of that had to do with my upbringing Right. So I don't have a relationship with my dad or I don't have one with my mom and that's a whole nother podcast. Okay. Um, but how is your relationship with your partner? Do you know what I mean? Like, How did he play a role in helping
0: to shape you as a woman? Ironic, y'all might keep seeing me leaning up there. That's him keep calling me. But (laughs) um, so this, my is an intricate part is, it's very interesting why grace is necessary. So growing up, my dad was always present and around, but as trauma and life started happening when I was older, I realized we did not have that intimate relationship of like nurturing. And I'm now realizing that later, when certain things and triggers occur and I'm like, oh, this is weird. I, it's it's odd trying to be like this with my dad because we didn't say I love you. We weren't mm. physical. So he was there, came to my games. Me and my parents, were, me and my mom are divorced but he always lived within like two or three minutes of us. But there was no intimacy. There was no vulnerability. There was no digging. Traumatic situations would happen in our life after the divorce, things that went on and it was never discussed. It was just blown over. Life is just blown over, life is good. Never discussed was I realized when life and life was starting to life as an adult, I didn't know how to communicate. And now in 2023, going through some moments with my dad after a very hurtful situation at the end of 2019, I realized I didn't know how to go back to being even a daughter to my dad. I had a wall up because of the hurt, but I realized because of that lack of true foundation, not saying that he wasn't around, but because of that lack of true foundation, that one little thing came through And it crumbled our relationship So to this day in 2023 I'm trying to get over my hurt Get over my own pain And be able to be who God called me to be So not be worried about how I feel But do the God thing And not what makes me feel good And that's sacrificial That's putting myself not first Love on him first And allow God to love on me In the way that I need to be loved So with my dad's relationship It's a work in progress
1: Ooh. I am, um, man, it, there's just so many components to life yeah. that we have to constantly work on. You know, I, I talk to my dad sometimes. Um, I can tell when he's, you know, used drugs yeah. and sometimes he'll call me and, you know, he'll start fussing about things, or asking me questions like, and I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. you were never really a dad in my life, Come so on. don't try to play that now. But I always say that, even though we don't have a really good relationship, I'll be there for him if he needs me. So that's what's required of
0: you. You're yes. responsible for you.
1: Yes, exactly. So I'll be there. And you talk about grace. Giving grace is, I think, your gateway to happiness. Come on. Because it is not about the other person that you're letting off the hook or that, you know, you're forgiven. It's about you being happy yep. and, and God being, um happy about with your your decisions and just giving grace we talk about giving grace a lot even in 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 my household we talk about giving grace um to people and so i want to give that to
0: my dad to a friend to my mom that kind of stuff because what you give is what you receive back and i want to have seeds of forgiveness seeds of grace seeds of saying i let me think how you feel or think in this situation think outside of yourself Because there will soon and very soon be a situation, I I even go back to my whole marriage situation with the the grace that I was able to give to my ex-husband and the other party, that I soon found myself in situations where I'm like, ooh, thank you, Lord, for some grace, Lord, thank you for forgiveness (laughs) and grace. So never say what you won't do Mm -hmm. and never be like, oh, that person did this and they don't get another chance because... Know that God is be judging you in that same manner. So give grace. There's a situation that you have maybe rolled up the window, locked the door, go get the key. Roll the window down a little bit and ask God to show you how to see this situation, especially with our parents. Sometimes they don't even know how to parent. They don't even know how to be other than what they are. So imagine if your children didn't give you grace for your mistakes if we don't give our parents, our spouse, our friends the same grace because I want that grace given unto me that was my pride trying to keep me safe so that i didn't get hurt like i wouldn't let him back in and god's like you doing that baby girl you are in disobedience and i cannot trust you in other areas of your life because you so worried about keeping yourself protected and keeping these boundaries and these walls up that with that same wall you're keeping up to keep him from hurting you you're preventing you from being your authentic self And so I literally made up in my mind on Christmas day of 2022, Lord, I do not want to have this wall up with my dad anymore. Lord, I want to learn to forgive this man truthfully. Yes, I could tolerate him and I did what I needed to do on the outside to make it okay. But I know what I was harboring in my heart. And God said, that's how I see you is what's in your heart. And my heart was not right. So I repented and I said, Lord, from this day forward, allow me to love my dad again. Allow me to be open. Lord, allow me to love these friends again. And it's still a work in progress. I still get scared to be vulnerable and transparent. But God is like, trust me. And I do I get it right every day? No. But I'm at least open and realizing what part am I responsible for from not going back to getting that relationship with my dad. Where I'm not with those friends that hurt me. So when it comes to your mom and dad, there is a lot that you cannot do all by yourself. But there is a lot that you can do on your own. Ooh, you just busted me wide open. <laughs> that ain't me. That the Lord me. Wide open because
1: I do, when I think about picking up the phone to call her or text her, you got... my hand starts to yep. sweat. Yep. I get so nervous. I get nauseous and all that stuff. But your words are so true, you know, that... I'm doing a disservice to even God, yes. and I'm being disobedient.
0: And it's a part of your purpose. Mm. Those obstacles, those thorns, those valley moments—that's what grows us. That's what gives us substance to our mission and our purpose. But if we abort it, and only go and be a part of what feels good and what's happy-go-lucky, we're not a being up, a, we are not being purposeful. Mm-hmm. We're doing—we're just being what's comfortable, and that is not what God co- calls us to be. Those uncomfortability is what brings about growth and change. So the more we shy from it and me and my way one of my masks was rolling the window up like out of sight out of mind I And guys, like I'm gonna be right here waiting I once see. you roll that window down And guess what makes that window get rolled down? A trigger A situation that don't have nothing to do with that triggers you And it's really because that's an unresolved issue in your life that's just sitting over there So when life happens that trigger like and it'll be in your marriage it'll be in your friendship Like what you know what it's not even them let's go talk to your daddy let's go talk to your mom
1: Oh, my gosh, you just missed so many great points on that. Man, I was, man, that it's, this was just like, it was needed for me. You and me both. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm going to call my mom today
0: right. or tomorrow, but um, I will. I'll, your mind is even open to it. Your mind, mind is, is even able to, to go home tonight in your quiet time and just say, Lord, create in me a clean yeah. heart. Lord, what is in my heart? Like, it could be a whole year of just self-evaluation, which then leads to that. But you got to know you, you got to, we got to heal us. Because that was the only thing, there was nothing my dad did different. But it was myself looking in with it, into me, I saw. And I realized there was some filth, some pride, some ego, all that that I have to deal with. And now that result is me now being open and with my dad. It had nothing to do with nothing he said or done.